everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk, the bi-weekly trophy hunting podcast. I am one of your hosts, Colin Kolhoven, joined as always by Eli Downing, with no adjectives, and the notorious Daryl Fuimano. What? Mm-hmm. I did Bro. it. Bro. did it big, dude. You still salty about the, the live, <laughs> the live uh, lookups? Absolutely. You know, you're gonna you're gonna call out my use of adjectives. You don't get any. Okay, that's how it goes. Okay. All right, fine. <laughs> how are Thank you, boys? you very much, Colin. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's well deserved, sir. Well deserved. How are you guys doing this morning? Brutal. <laughs> Not so good anymore. <laughs> I was feeling great. Now I feel pretty down in the dumps. <laughs> no, it's a it's a beautiful Saturday. Spring is in the air. You know, it's, it's starting to get warmer here in California. Although, uh, Daryl, you're on a little bit of a, a road trip, from what I understand. Is that correct? Yeah. I'm currently in L.A. right now. I'm at my parents for uh, up until today. I'm actually going to go home today after oh, I cool. do the podcast. Very nice. Always good to see family. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like um, The reason I came out here is because my brother was actually graduating from the police academy. So Oh, wow. He, he finished everything he needed to do and came out here to celebrate with the family and his girlfriend's family. And that was really fun. And actually yesterday was my dad's birthday. So, you know, it's oh, wow. pretty yeah. cool. Pretty cool to come out and celebrate two momentous things in my family's uh, time, you know. Absolutely. That's no easy feat graduating from the academy either. So that's good job. Yeah. L.A. cop. Yikes. Yeah, that sounds sounds insane. <laughs> I couldn't even I couldn't beat that game. No. Imagine IRL. <laughs> For real. Oh man. How old is your brother, by the way? Uh that's a that's a good question. Okay. I will say this. He's younger than me. We'll leave it at that. All right. Very good. It's well, not like your wife, you know, like when people say, How old is your wife? Or when's your wedding anniversary? Those you you definitely have to know. Right. I would agree with you. I think I'm starting to have to memorize because I'm engaged now, obviously, like Stephanie's family's birthdays and stuff like that. And so her mom's and her dad's are relatively easy. But then I still don't know, like her sisters or like her brother-in-laws necessarily. And because I was an only child growing up, I only really had to worry about my parents and like my I have one aunt who I talk to. So my family's like really small. So expanding it out to try to like you know, incorporate even a few more people is a bigger task for me than it should be for most human beings. <laughs> so I feel you, brother. My wife's family, that's a family of six. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's difficult. Definitely. You got a gift every month. I'd say just get ahead of it. Like do that thing where you buy a whole bunch of like birthday cards way in advance and just have them at your house. And that way, you know, <laughs> you don't have to have to scramble to like get a card or anything. Sound like my mom. That's right. That's how I do it. All the, she's all prepared. Yeah? Yep. Oh, very good. Well, this is episode 29 of the show. We, uh, we have now officially done as many episodes as I am years old, which is exciting. So we're coming up on the, the big 3-0 very soon. And Eli, you're 29 yeah. as well, so. Yeah, that's kind of scary. I don't want to come up on the big 3-0. I mean, for the podcast, I do. Right. But for my age, I know. It's, a little, it's a little scary. I know. It's a, the death of the younger me. I'm just yeah. that I'm into <laughs> the middle years. Yeah. And we all got to take the plunge at some point. It's exciting either way. And I uh, appreciate you guys joining me today. One thing I did want to kind of touch on at the top of the show, we've been, you know, talking about our Discord time over time when we do these shows. And I just wanted to pimp it out again. If you are part of the community listening to this podcast on whatever, you know, platform or method you're listening, 
you know, I would encourage you to definitely go over, check out the Discord. We gave it an overhaul at the beginning of this year. It's got some cool new channels, some cool features. We're adding new emojis. Stuff is going on over there, okay? Mm -hmm. And on top of that, we have a race that we've been kind of hosting. We put the rules out there in January for this uh, trophy hunting race, and we've had a few really uh, solid contestants in that. We are coming up on the last month of that race being live, basically, uh, and then we'll start another one when we get into May. But April will mark the final set of of games that are eligible for this first wa uh, wave of the race. So if you're interested, go and check it out over there in the Discord. There is a specific channel where the rules are posted, and you can kind of see and you know what's been going on and catch up on that. And uh, we hope to get get some more participation over there. So let us know. I would go ahead. I would suggest too, like if you haven't got onto Discord, to check that out. Right. Because when I when we started this was the first time I started using it, just to record. Yeah. And uh, I I kind of disregarded it at first. I was like, this is stupid. I don't understand it. But like as I you know you watch more YouTube videos, a lot of people have Discords these days, and like there's so many communities out there, and like so much to learn and get involved with it's it's pretty cool yeah absolutely it's it's and a cool platform in general yeah and the phone app works like excellent you can do everything like as the quote-unquote moderator of this discord <clears throat> like i can do everything on my phone basically it's pretty pretty robust it's not a downgrade and on top of that, you know, there you have these these rumors, or actually, they're probably more than rumors at this point of you know Xbox purchasing Discord <clears throat> and what that kind of means for the the platform moving forward. You know, are they going to integrate Discord into their console ecosystem and it's going to replace their typical voice chat system that they have? It, will it be just another option? But oh, regardless, I, th I think you're going to start to see this more integrated into consoles because it is such a big platform with gaming. Sony needs Discord. Where did you hear this? This is scary. Like so, that's uh, Xbox. Discord? Xbox already has a good party system, especially you, for like I'm thinking in terms of recording mm -hmm. and uh, like streaming and recording like YouTube videos, basically. Mm -hmm. um, because you don't need any like fancy equipment, but the PlayStation is not as friendly in those ways. You need an extra chat link cable for uh pulling both the audios because they don't sony doesn't like to share audio right they like to hoard it all for themselves so <laughs> if anybody needs a discord integration it's sony yeah it's um it's a you know it was on ign daily fix a couple days ago it's it's been floating around as a story that they're they're working on closing that deal so yeah it's uh, it's more than a rumor, I would say, at this point. I think it is going to happen, but when, I'm not entirely sure. But yeah, ex you know, Microsoft and Xbox hopping on that train. So it sounds more, it seems more like, like a low blow, like a kick in the balls, a wrist twist or something, <laughs> you know? Like, they don't need that. Why do they? Well, here's what's exciting about it, I yeah. think, right? And the prospect of it being on any platform where you know, XBLA or like Game Pass exists. So for example, like if you're on your computer playing a game and you're on Discord, you can chat with people who are on Xbox using Discord, right? Mm -hmm. Or you could chat, even there's some rumors floating around there of like, you know, the Switch has had some sort of integration in the past and talks of integration with XBLA and Game Pass, right? So is that going to be an option moving forward on the Switch? Probably not because the Switch's voice chat 
service is pretty arse, but in a world in the future, imagine where you could be on any console you wanted, playing a game cross-platform, and you could actually talk to each other via Discord. That yeah, would be nice. sick. Yeah. That so, would be sick. What is this XBLA you keep speaking of? Xbox Live. Yeah. What's the A? No, I'm just adding it on there. It's arcade. <laughs> it's Xbox Live Arcade. <laughs> okay. Yep. It, that used to be like what it was called back in the day with like Limbo coming out um, and like Braid, the first set of those like kind of indie games were, were mm. put out on what they called XBLA. And I just think it sounds better than XBL. You know, who's going to go out there with XBL? Not me. Sounds like but, a sport. Yeah. Like Extreme Boxing League. That's right. <laughs> it's a UFC. Hey, association. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. League Association. So... Yeah, but either way, I agree with with uh, what Eli's been saying. You know, go check out Discord in general, and you know, see what it has to offer in terms of joining communities and stuff like that. And then come and join our community because we'd love to have you. Um, yeah, it's awesome with Discord because, like, I, I've told you guys before, I um, going to like these religious class to become a Catholic. Mm -hmm. So, like, last Monday was the actual first class where we met in person for the very first time. And out of all my classmates, there's one young kid. He's like high school. I think he's a senior in high school. And I thought I had my phone on silent and my Discord app went off. He was the only one to notice it. So whether he was kind of surprised that he heard that or he knew what the Discord sound was, it kind of like had me chuckling on the inside. I was like, yeah, he probably knows it's a Discord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it happened at work as well too, right? All the time. The, the Discord app is the same on your phone too so like you have that that signature sound go off and you you know you connect mm -hmm. yeah i had a friend who back in 2016 2017 was really into discord I, i've used it for a while just for like voice chat when i'm playing league of legends but i had one friend who became like the community manager of the sonoma county pokemon go like group and it's like thousands of people and he was like always chatting about how he was on Discord and how he had to manage the Discord and shit. And I was like, what is like, what is he talking about? How much like trouble can it be? And then like coming over and having our, you know, little slice of the internet over here with our Discord, it's like, holy shit, like trying to do this with like thousands of people, definitely it's uh you could see that being a lot of work. So yeah. I was late to the party with Discord as well, but I, I find it really enjoyable now. My thing is I just forget to check it sometimes. And so then it's like, shit, it's been like 12 hours and I haven't looked at it. And that's like, now I got to respond to like a bunch of stuff. So that's my own fault, though. It's not you don't have fault. to. Don't feel pressured. Yeah, but I want to I want to interject and give my little yeah. give my little slice. Anyway, um, I hear we have some questions, some strange topic from from you, Eli. Is this correct? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. First, I got to get something off my chest. OK. Minecraft is not on the PC version of Game Pass. It is not Speaking of Microsoft. What the fuck is that? No wonder they sell so many copies. I would have assumed it would be like hands down. It's so frustrating. Yeah, because I want to play with my son. I could get on my computer and he could play on the Xbox mm -hmm. and we could play together. But now I have to buy a $30 game. I don't think so. Microsoft. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing Minecraft. <laughs> uh... Killing my bonding opportunity. The hell? Well, you can just keep playing Rocket League with your son. That's fine. <sighs> Yeah, that's fine. Exactly. That's fine. But I was kind of baffled. Yeah, that uh, is strange. And then to, another thing to get off my chest quick was I kind of like flew off the handle with my 
with my celebrity crushes and totally forgot Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox, which oh, yeah. was uh that was a that was a mistake. And I came up with a a good third uh, man crush as t- Charlie Day. I oh him. yeah, <laughs> that yeah. guy is the funniest <laughs> man alive, in my opinion. So funny story: my ex girlfriend in high school, her brother was uh, Courtney Cox's personal assistant. What? Yeah. No way. Mm-hmm. That's tis, wild. Tis true. I never got to meet her or anything, but yeah, it's pretty wild. Huh. Okay. And now to my question. Yeah. Sorry. Little little tangent. So, a little <laughs> tangent. I had a is is burning a fire in my chest. So, do you have any bad eating habits? Like oh, lip smacking, man. maybe drinking at the same time while you're eating, eating too <laughs> fast. So gross. Yeah. Uh, you know, are you a lip smacker? No, no. I'm saying like the <laughs> drinking at the same time as you're eating. I'm just like imagining this weird slushy of stuff in someone's mouth. No, that's what Daryl said. He like, drinks and eats at the same time, and I just oh, baffled. I don't know how. No way, dude. How you do I'm that? Sure I do. I'll, I'll like <laughs> wash something. Down. You know, I'll take a bite, chew, swallow, then I'll take a drink of something. And be like, that's a good you know refreshing sip of sprite for example but mm-hmm. yeah see i eat too fast mm. to even drink while i'm eating yeah i eat really fast as well and i'll tell you i was recently reminded of this fact so we were i had a meeting at work with a few a few folks and uh someone purchased burritos for the, th- the three people in the meeting and i was like great so down but we're kind of eating and talking and working at the same time and i finished my burrito like legit like 15 minutes before <laughs> before e- either of the other people in the meeting did and i was like oh wow um okay <laughs> like yeah definitely eat too fast so mm-hmm. that, that's something i know about myself is i don't really like stop to enjoy the food as much like i, I need to like chew slower i need to like kind of breathe in between and just kind of chill and, and i think it leads to me having bigger portions than i need to for sure mm-hmm. Because I don't realize I'm that full if I'm eating that quickly. So that's probably the biggest one for me. Wow. What's for me, honestly, like the way that I grew up, it was always however much we can eat. That's how it was. Like we mm-hmm. didn't really take the time to savor the food. So like it's a totally different experience when I like eat with my family compared to my wife's family. Because like with us, we eat, we say the food's pretty good, you know, this and that like my wife's family like they can like break it down to the very ingredient like oh this needs more of this this means more of that it's like i didn't taste any of that i just (laughs) engulfed the whole damn thing yeah like what are you talking about what are these ingredients you're speaking of (laughs) it's it's just weird like you know trying to like change my mindset like oh you know some people eat differently but honestly me i'll just eat everything you know just down down go 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 you know it's it's weird, you know, yeah. especially when I see because usually when I eat at my family's house, I'm the very first one to finish my food every time. Like everybody's still working on their plate. But when it comes to my family, I'm usually like the last one to finish my food. Like, mm. no joke. It's weird. That's huh. interesting. Yeah, me and my son are total polar opposites. I eat way too fast and he can't sit still to eat. So it's just <laughs> like this great divide of like finishing times. Right dinner, and it's it's not always easy, 
Yeah, kids, I feel but, like they take a bite, and then they get up and move around, and then they come back, and they take a bite, and then they get up, and they, like, roll, you know, move around. They uh, can't be bothered to sit still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. Like, when you're eating, do you eat everything separately, or do you, like, mix things? I mix things. The way that I eat, okay. Yeah. The way that I eat is, like, if I have, like, steak and potatoes and vegetables, you know, I'll cut the steak up, you know, kind of, like, wipe it with the... Uh, the the potatoes and I'll eat it like that. But like my wife, she eats everything separately, and she's a very neat eater. So if things start to get mixed up, she's like, "Nope, can't do it." You oh, know, dang. I gotta scoot those vegetables away from the potatoes. They're getting a little too close <laughs> right there. Oh yeah, I, I the one thing I would say is like if I have like a pasta dish with like salad, for example, I don't like take a bite of pasta and salad at the same time. But what? like, but like most of most other <laughs> things, I'll like. I have no issues like mixing it up or whatever. Like if I get an omelet, like I'll have a bite of the omelet with a potato and a bite of toast or like Thanksgiving is the prime example, right? You have all these different casseroles and stuff and I'll mix all of it into like a bite and have like one bite of like everything. I think the Mm. the thing with the salad for me is it's a temperature difference. So it's like you have this like really warm pasta dish and then you have like a room temp or cold salad, right? I don't want to like mix that up. Hmm. But it, it gets mixed up in your stomach anyways. Absolutely. Yeah, there's no there's yeah. no counter argument. I'm not saying you're wrong. Pasta I'm just telling you that's how I do it. Pasta and salad are definitely don't sound that great together. But I definitely used to be the separate. I used to like everything separate. I was a very picky eater. But I've come to terms with real life. I do definitely steak potatoes and corn is always my favorite meal. And getting oh, a, yeah. a slab of steak, scooping on some uh, mashed potatoes with corn shoved in there. You know that's a that's a that's a delicious bite right there. Mm-hmm. I I think it's hard for me to beat like if you make like scrambled eggs with veggies and a little cheese, a bite of that with some toast is like. Woo-hoo. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. I don't um, know about that Thanksgiving feast all in one bite though. That sounds. Kinda so like I'm just a, saying, like, get a little bit of my carrot disgusting. casserole, a little bit of green bean carrot, ca- you know, casserole, mashed potatoes, take a bite of that, and then you know, it's like, yeah, I think it's. Great. I mean, yeah, we have a lot of. My mom usually goes overboard, which makes a lot of stuff to have all of that. Mm. Like some things like need to be a little different. Like I have potatoes and like another casserole and like and then vegetables as well and mix that all together. It's just like, what what am I doing? Like I want to taste. Yeah, that's a little different. It also and then you throw cranberry on top of all that. Oh, I hate cranberry. Hey, a little wild here. Oh yeah, wow! Yeah, I never eat the, cran- the things I never eat at Thanksgiving. Obviously, I'm vegetarian, so we do to tofurkey instead of regular turkey. But that aside, I don't eat the cranberries, and I don't eat if people make like yams or sweet potato casserole. I never eat that shit. Oh my god, you got to try my mom's Ooh. sweet potato casserole, bro. Yeah, for real. Is it good? Oh, it's so bomb! It's like dessert. Yeah, I just, that's you're, the problem with it. I don't want like oh, everything else on my plate is savory, right? And you're already gonna have pie probably afterwards so why am i putting like a dessert onto my dinner plate i've never heard of someone d- disregard a dessert before <laughs> i'm not big why on I, i'm not why really do big I on two <laughs> desserts you know <laughs> i'm really i'm really not big on sweets either as stephanie oh, knows it really bothers <laughs> stephanie because she'll bake a bunch so like try these recipes and then mm-hmm. like i'll have like one bite of it to try it and then i'm like all right that's good yeah and then i just like won't have like the rest of it like, I just really don't ever crave sweets, except for every once in a while, I like, crave ice cream. That's about it. I was going to bring up ice cream. Yeah. You know? 
Mm-hmm. That was my next question. <laughs> okay. When you get, eat that ice cream, it. are you are you a, a licker, a sucker, or a biter? Mm. <laughs> um, I'm gonna de- let Colin give his thoughts. <laughs> me and Eli talked about this already. I'm definitely not a licker. I don't think because that would like if if you have a cone, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> like like, but like, how often yeah. nowadays in a COVID world am I eating a ice cream out of a cone? So I if I get like a spoon of ice cream, for example, right, I won't like put the I won't eat the whole thing off the spoon right away. I'll kind of like, I guess. I don't know. You're a sucker. I'm a sucker, like I guess. Sucker. It sounds like I'm a uh, yeah. sucker. Yeah. I'm a sucker, too. Yeah. It makes it last longer. Yeah. Daryl thinks it was bizarre that I like, you know, you got a big spoonful of ice cream, right? And you mm-hmm. kind of like, <laughs> you got to put it in your mouth. And you get and, some like, off and then you wait. Off. Yeah. Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking weird conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I brought it up. Yep. Yep. I'm a sucker. Daryl thinks it's bizarre. I think, you're, I think you're bizarre. It, it does sound bizarre. Okay, Mr. Dessert Guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just think, like, ice cream is so delicious and obviously so bad for you that I just don't want to have to be like, I'm going to get a second serving or whatever. So I'll, like, make the serving I get last the longest with the suck method. <laughs> <laughs> I just sometimes it's too cold for my teeth. Yeah, that's true. I as can't well. take a big bite and have that penetrate my, you know, what do you call that? And penetrate my enamel and just, you know. Mm-hmm. Can you really preserve it longer? Wouldn't licking do just as good? Sure, but with, that's, a, that's with a spoon me. in a bowl, that's hard to do. How do I lick yeah. that? You know? And I'm just really not into the, the licking motion of my ice cream, you know? It's pretty messy. You, get, you turn your way. head sideways 45, you turn the cone 45. Yeah. And then you and then you're doing the lick. It's just nah. I'd rather suck. Yeah, preferable <laughs> to me is just give me a milkshake. You know, yeah. that's like that's the best of both worlds there. And I'm then getting ice cream and I'm just slurping away. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Daryl, what are you? I'm a liquor. You're a liquor? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm obvious I'm clearly not a biter because just <laughs> biting into the ice cream is just too cold on my teeth. And no, then that's, that's when you get yeah. these crazy brain freezes. That's psychopath shit. If I ever see anyone literally just bite into ice cream, <laughs> <laughs> you you call the cops. You call your brother right now. <laughs> I mean, I don't like to lick my ice cream in public. I, I like to do it <laughs> at home where no one can like judge me. Yeah. Yeah, you know, give me some weird looks, <laughs> and uh, it, it's funny too because when me and Eli were having this conversation, there was another guy listening to us, and he was like, "Oh man, they were talking about ice cream. It made me hungry." And I was like, "Bro, if you only knew what we were talking about, you probably wouldn't be hungry." No yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd be allowed to lick Daryl in in public. You know, a big tall Samoan guy you can't really like. Yeah, what's someone gonna do? Yeah, oh, you could lick your. Cone, you weirdo. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to say anything to you. I'm not a big fan of the cone anyway, dude. Most of the time, if I get ice cream in public, I'm getting it in the cup. Oh, it's got to yeah. be in the cone, bro. It's so you don't have to lick cone. it. So I don't have, don't to, have, so to, I don't have to lick it, number one. And then number two, it's not as messy at all. I hate the messiness yeah. of it. Yeah. You get the cone upside down in your bowl, and then you get past both worlds. Oh, that's a good point. That's, mm-hmm. that's a fair point. When it's in a cone... It's licking the ice cream off, and then when it gets to the cone part, it's biting it. That's right. the only yeah. time that works. Yeah, yeah you can and I do like cone. a good bite of cone where you get some ice cream in it too. It's the oh, mixture. Bomb. That's yeah, that's delicious. Don't get me wrong. Ideal. Mm-hmm. 
I'm very glad to hear that I'm not alone in sucking because <laughs> my mom <laughs> does it and I've probably kind of learned that strategy from her and my dad is not a fan of that and I just thought it was us two or or weirdos but apparently Colin's in the same boat no so. I'm I'm well into that dude that, that makes yeah. it last way longer for Good. sure all right, well, that's enough of, that's that's enough enough of, that's enough of the, the food food conversation for now. I think that was great, but this is a this is a PlayStation and trophy hunting achievement hunting podcast. So we should let's hop over to the other realm of our yeah. expertise here. And I there was a conversation that started in the Discord the other day. Uh, actually, it was just yesterday, as of the time of recording, where the Play at Home initiative came up which is this new initiative from Sony and PlayStation where they're basically just giving you games for free that are not tied to your PlayStation Plus subscription. So you can download them, and if your subscription expires at any point, you own the games, basically, or you own the license to the game, however you want to think about it. And they've been adding to this suite of games, and originally, from what I saw, it was just um, Ratchet & Clank, when that was a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago at this point, that that one got you know put out. And then they put out a whole nother batch of games, really, within the last week for people to go and download. And personally, I looked through the list and was like, okay, I'm adding Ratchet and Clank to my library. I did that before, and I added Abzu to my library. And people were kind of in a, in a flame. You know, they're like, what the hell? Like, why are you not just adding everything to your library? And my whole argument was, if I'm not going to ever play these games, why am I adding them to my library to just clutter it up and add noise, right? And I take the same philosophy with PlayStation Plus or free games that are offered with my, you know, Amazon Prime, Twitch Prime sort of stuff that I got going on. If I'm not ever planning on touching this thing, I don't care if it's free, I'm not going to download it. There's no point. So that's my stance on this, but I'm curious what you guys think because I think I'm in the minority. Most people seem to think the opposite, that you should just pile everything in and just download it all. You should pile everything in and, and just download it all. Well, why do you think that? But but I do really appreciate your viewpoint on it, and I wish I could do that. But, I mean, it's it's hard to give up free things. Sure. And it just, you know, you never know where you're going to be in five years. I never know where my son is going to be in five years and want to be in the mood to play. So it is nice to have. It would be cool to like keep that uh, backlog nice and clean and things that like you know you're gonna plan on playing. But you know when you're offered something free and you know having the potential to want to play it later, you know is kind of nice. I feel like you've learned that lesson the hard way, <laughs> and I'm kind of baffled that you're I still haven't changed your yeah your viewpoint yet. It's very true. From my you know days of trading things into GameStop and now being like, well, if I want to complete that trophy list, I'll have to rebuy the game or whatever. That comes up all the time. I think. Yeah, or even doing our race. Or doing the race. Yep. Uh, what was that? Uh, Edith Finch. You know, how to buy again for twenty bucks? Yep. Yep. I don't know. I just kind of like I liken it to when I'm looking through Netflix or any of these other like streaming services. There's so much just noise that you just automatically scroll by without even like paying any attention to it. And when I go to my library of games on my PlayStation to find something to play in my backlog, there's games in there already that I'm just like, nope, 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 nope. Like just going scrolling down. And then it's always down to really like the same like 10 choices that I pick one out of. So why, you know, again, like that library to me 
represents my interests and my my expectations for me with games like these are the things i like to play this is the stuff i'm interested in this is a, a representation of that so adding things to it just because it's free that i have no intention of ever touching subnautica for example right like why do i care if that's in there like that's not me that's not my interest and, and it's just going to become background noise is kind of how how i look at it but mm. I, I totally get the free argument, right? Like, just add it in. Why not? You never know. And I think for you, mm. Eli, your son is a good sort of counter argument there where it's like, as he grows up, maybe there's stuff that he's going to be interested in or that you might be interested in playing together with him. That's all well and good. Like, I'm not really in that scenario, right? And I think th the more that we've been doing the show and the longer that I've been playing video games, I kind of know at this point what I like and what I'm not going to like. <laughs> and so I'm just kind of nipping it mm. in the butt. I don't know. You sound like a like a future reader or something. I'm a future. I'm a future reader. What do you think, yeah. Daryl? Yeah, I mean, I I definitely feel the same way that you you um the way you feel, Colin, about you know downloading the games or adding the games to your library that you know for a fact you're going to play. Everything else is just kind of noise and clutter for your, your backlog. I was definitely the same way too. Like during our races. No, I only downloaded the games that I knew for a fact that we were going to play each month. So the other few games, you know, if we weren't playing those, I wouldn't even bother. But, you know, I changed my mindset after, um, you know, what Eli mentioned, what remains of Edith Finch. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we never know what we're going to feel like five years down the road. And for me, it really didn't take that long. I knew the game was for free. I didn't download it when it was for free. And, you know, I heard people talking about the game. Eli talked about it. He, he really enjoyed it. I was like, oh, you know what? I'm not sure if I actually downloaded that game. I checked my backlog. I didn't. So, like, what I ended up doing was I bought it. So, if I had just downloaded it, you know, whether I was going to play it or not, you know, as right. long as it's in my backlog, at least it'll be there instead of me having to purchase it. Because I did have to buy it. I think I got it on sale. But, you know, I still had to put money towards it to play it. So, like, I learned my lesson after that. I was, like, now that games are being released for free, I'm very, like, you know, I'm on top of it. I'll say, all right, I'm going to download each game. You know, maybe I'll play it, maybe I won't. But at least I'll have it, and I can download it if I need to, if I want to play it. Yeah. See, that's uh, make a mistake, learn from it, and grow. <laughs> Colin's, Colin's getting free stagnant over there. I'm, st I'm stubborn, dude. <laughs> i just think there's so my... many games coming out that i do want to play that i am not going to even have time to play those that do am i really going to get to res infinite in the witness really am i going to get to those games like mm -hmm. i doubt it you know i will say a lot of these plays they play at home games are pretty short things that's true they are so like are. you know you might you might do it in a weekend and gone. Well, that's part. Easy that's particularly why I added Abzu out of all of them because it's the same creator as Journey, which is a really acclaimed game. And you know, I've been meaning to go back to Journey and to play it again. And the trophy list for Abzu is good. It's short, and it's a really different style of experience, right? So that's that's what grabbed me in that Ratchet and Clank. I added because I <laughs> talk about learning from past mistakes. It's one of those games that I bought pre-trophy hunting days and beat it and was like that was cool i'm gonna trade it in and get another game and then now it's like well if i ever do want to get the platinum i was gonna have to repurchase it so this way if i do decide to get the plat in the game that i already know that i like and enjoyed i can download you know can play that basically and get the platinum that way so that was the thinking 
I will say that the downside, you know, to getting these free games is that, you know, for those of us who like to, you know, bombard our backlogs with massive amount of games, the fact that they're giving us PS Plus games or, you know, these games for free to play at home, you know, some of them, might, we might already own them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it's like awesome. You know, it's great that they're giving us all these free games. But for me, I already own Horizons, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, so I'm like, oh crap! Now I gotta. Now I'm like, kind of tempted to play it because it really wasn't anywhere near the top of my priority list. Now it's like, oh great! Now I have to play it, or should I play it? Um, so I don't know. You know, some of some of us already own a good amount of these games. So if that's kind of like the the path they're gonna take, take where they're gonna give us like maybe six, seven free games. Like, how many of us own those already? Yeah, yeah. I own Ratchet. I bought Ratchet. I could have waited. Yep. But you know, I think we should all play Horizon together. I have Horizon. It's as all well. all of our I already, backlogs. I already <laughs> owned it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. That would actually be kind of fun to do, um, because, well, you look. Yeah, it was going to be in my rotation to throw up into the backlog picker throughout this year. It is one I did. I did want to get done. You know, even though I haven't played it at all yet. So. Yeah, they're doing a little. Seems like they're doing a little promotion here. Yeah. Give out, give out Ratchet, Ratchet comes out. Give out Horizon, Horizon comes out. Wait, you it's know, a, it's little. a, it's a smart idea. Yeah, definitely. So we're doing it, we're doing it for the people to stay home. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, I, I mean, I only had to worry about if I own a PS Plus game that was going for free. Now I have to worry about do I own any of the play at home games now? I know. I do like the idea of it that you own it, though, regardless of if you have PS Plus. That's kind of cool. So, so I, I do appreciate that. And the, the PlayStation Plus games, as we've discussed on previous episodes this year, have been really good. The offerings have been strong this year. And even mm-hmm. saying that they've been strong, I've only added two to my library. <laughs> so, again, just reiterating this point of, like, just because it's there, I'm not going to fucking download it, okay? Like, <laughs> oh added Shadow to my backlog. I'm excited to play that at some point, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. We'll see what they do. I mean, we're going to get, at the time of recording, next week we're going to hear what the April PS Plus games are. Um, obviously, they're going to continue to add to this, you know, play-at-home initiative. And I, I think it'd be cool if they kind of kept it as more of like a, not an indie game space, but maybe not AAA stuff necessarily. Just like you're saying, Eli, shorter digestible experiences maybe you throw in a triple a game every once in a while like horizon and ratchet but for the mm-hmm. most part it's like these more abzu witness style experiences i think that'd be cool it's not really how you get people to stay at home but mm. you should be giving out like red dead 2 that takes hundreds of hours that's true that's so you true. stay at home yeah or some big game mm-hmm. yeah skyrim or something we'll see yeah yeah it, Sky- may, maybe they will who knows maybe they'll change well, the strategy yeah it's a little more than stay at home. That's like lock yourself in and don't talk to anybody for months on end. That's basically what I did with that game. <laughs> it got me through a bad breakup. Skyrim did. <laughs> I basically broke up uh, with uh, this girl I'd been dating for like three and a half years. And mm-hmm. I went to GameStop and I got Skyrim. And then two months later, I was back into the world. <laughs> that's kind of how it worked. So, yeah. Yeah. But I think good discussion there. Let us know what you guys think in the comments or you can just message in the Discord. We had a little discussion about this idea, but I just wanted to sort of pick your brain, Eli and Daryl, about how you feel about the whole downloading thing. So I appreciate it. Uh, Another thing I wanted to just bring up, you know, this is a rumor. It has not been 
finalized, but supposedly this summer, the PlayStation 3 and the PlayStation Vita storefronts are going to be taken down. Pretty big deal. So you won't be able to buy things on those storefronts anymore, obviously. But the other side of this rumor that I, you know, I hope it's true, I don't know, is that um, there's some patented technology of being able to, from Sony to be able to pop trophies via emulation. And so some people are speculating that these Vita and PS3 games are going to arrive on the PS5 storefront and you'll be able to play those games and get trophies in them on the PlayStation 5. So that's kind of two, two sides of the story there. But what do you guys think of this overall? Well, I don't own either of those. Neither do I. So, yeah, not too big of a deal. Um, I wonder what it will mean for trophy hunting. I mean, I did want to get up. I do want want to own both of those. So it is kind of a bummer to know that, like, you know, I can't do anything with those. Right. Um, that means I have to buy physical stuff, which would be, I, I like that better, especially for the older stuff to have like the collectible, physical, touchable stuff, you know, little displays. Yep. But um, yeah, I don't, I mean, how many people are using those stores right now? I mean, um, probably the PS Vita store more than the PS3 store, but. Right, right. Um, you know, it's time. It's time. Sorry, guys. I agree. I, and the weird thing for me was you have people like uh, Lily Mo Games, right? Where they're actually releasing still like new titles on the Vita with Hybroxia 2, and they plan to release most of their games on, on the Vita moving forward. So if this storefront gets shuts down or shut down, how is that going to work? Are they just going to do a really limited amount of physical copies of those games? And you can play them on Vita that way, or I don't know. But I do, I do agree that I think it's time, and it totally depends on, like, the, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? It's sort of the area of the world that we're talking about. Like, some, like, South America, for example, the PlayStation 3 is still very popular there, and there's still quite a few users of that console. There's probably other areas of the world as well that are still a little bit behind as far as, far as the generations go for, for consoles. So... Is it going to be shut down across the board? Is the North American store for both of these going to be shut down? You know, those are some sort of like follow-up questions I have. But what do you think, Daryl? Yeah, I mean, if like there's still like parts of the world that are using these older consoles, that's, that raised red flags. Like, how is that going to work for them? Yeah, that's a good follow-up question. I don't really use either consoles, but I do know of people that play those um it's just unfortunate that sony is doing that because really i don't hear any other big video game companies doing something like this this is only sony that i ever hear about right yeah it's real unfortunate but you know like why would you do that to like a percentage of your customer base like if people are still using it why cancel it or remove that service that doesn't make any sense to me yeah i agree i think i mean you're basically saying no to money to, <laughs> to some extent right but but at the same time i understand the push to be like hey okay guys like maybe you don't need to get on the ps5 hype train but like it's time to <laughs> it's time to move on to the ps4 this came out seven years ago at this point like almost a decade you know like let, let's get going yeah at some point it costs more to keep up than they're actually making 
And it's not I like I don't you know can't... their back end, but they might be not saying buy it to money. They might be saving money. It's true. And and to be clear, it's not like you can't play your PlayStation Three games anymore and earn trophies in them. At least from what I understand, it's just that you won't be able to purchase games through that storefront anymore. I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like I can understand a percentage of the Sony community being upset by this. It doesn't bother me personally at all if this ends up being the case. But if you if people have strong feelings about it, definitely you know let us know in the Discord or in the comments. Like, love to hear some sort of counter arguments because none of us really are involved in those ecosystems. So it's kind of tough for me to really say, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Eli, you had an app that you wanted to shout out. Is that correct? Yeah. So I've become aware of a PlayStation hunting app called ya- Yapsnap. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. It is Y-A-P-S-N app, which if you break it down, is Yapsnap, I guess. <laughs> But thanks to an Instagram follower named Icewinder76, little shout out there. Uh, it looks really dope, and it looks like basically replicates the old PSN app where you can see your friends' activities, and but it also is has a detailed breakdown of like your trophy hunting career with all kinds of stats. Um, you know, kind of like PSN profiles. It's kind of like a m- mashup. It looks like it looks pretty dope. That's cool. Is um, it a new app? No, apparently it's like 17 years old. What? Or something when I looked it up on the store. Yeah. So that was kind of baffling. Um, but I just I just can't come to put my PSN info into it. It gives you a notification when you launch it that it doesn't save like this info on any other servers, but right. I don't know how you guys <laughs> feel about those things, but I you know, it it brings up the same prompt you would see if you were um Logging into your PlayStation account, you know the, you know that screen. Yeah, <laughs> just, no, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, the white screen, the blue, whatever. <laughs> so it brings up that prompt, and I don't know. I just, I'm a, I'm a skeptic when it comes to technology and apps these days, and passwords and security. I just, everyone's, everyone's out to get me, you know. Yeah, I, I have such you. important information to hide, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it is weird. I will say sometimes with the PlayStation app where it's like I'm logged on and I'm I'm able to like look at everything. And then if I go to the store, like, for example, I went to add Abzu to my list like we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, you got to sign in. And I'm like, aren't I clearly fucking signed in right now? Like, what do you, what do you mean yeah. I have to sign in? It just seems arbitrary sometimes when it signs me out or not. Anyway, I think that's a cool shout out, though, for the uh, for the app, because I definitely miss, you know, ability to see my friends activities. Predominant. I mean, that that's the thing, like, now that we've been with this new PlayStation app for a while, that's really the thing I can say that I miss out of it. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, being and able you get, to like, all your... On there. Yeah. Yeah. It looks pretty dope. So, yeah. if somebody uh, has the balls to enter their thing, I'd like to hear more. I may uh, DM this guy and ask about it more. Um, but Yeah, get some more info. Until then. Mm-hmm. Keep us posted. Good shout-out, sir. So I wanted to take this time too to just say that um, you know if you like the show and you like what we're doing, we actually do have a Patreon account where you can go over and check check out our different tiers of support and find something that works for you. I think we did a really good job in designing the page and coming up with different tier levels. So we are over on Patreon. It's Patreon.com/slash/TrophyTalkPodcast. And a shout out, a huge shout out, I would say to our gold and our platinum tier supporters. So big thank you to 
Gary Cooper, to Slugger, and to Pat the Trophy Hunter for all of their support of the show. And then depending on which level you support us at, you actually get to write in your questions to be read on air and answered on the show. So let's go ahead and get into our questions for this week's episode. So this first one comes to us from Slugger, and his question is, well, it's a statement slash question. I'm going to read it out verbatim. Some of my favorite games over the last few years have been remakes and remasters, but mostly the ones that are beat for beat the same with a nice new coat of paint. Thinking Spyro, Crash Bandicoot, Tony Hawk, Demon's Souls, etc. Same game, but upgraded for the modern gen. What game would you guys want to give that treatment to? So that's our first question. Comes to us from Slugger. Slugger, thank you for that question. Do you guys have any immediate thoughts on this? Yeah. Oh. Go ahead, Daryl. Yeah. So, um, man, these questions have been pretty good. They've been jogging some old memories that I had buried <laughs> for a long time. So, yeah, yeah. these questions are making me remember the good old days. But this, I had uh, I had a few games that I was thinking about that would make a nice transition into modern times. First one would be Twisted Metal. That was a really oh, good yeah. game for me. I really liked that game, and that was one game that me and my cousins would play all the time together. So it would be a great couch co-op game. Very fun game. What console um, was that on that, that you played it on? I played it on the PlayStation. Okay, yeah. OG Station. Yeah. <laughs> i apologize uh my mom has dogs so if you hear barking you know no, I, being it, riled up so uh, sorry about that i guess that was man. you yeah, yeah. you a dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh what's the second game oh second game i don't know if you guys might have heard this it's called siphon filter yeah i've mm -hmm. heard of siphon filter yeah, that's a game I would like to see come back. I, I man, that was a really good game. I like that game, and it made me laugh too because when I was thinking about that game, that was the one game where I actually had to go online read guides because I couldn't figure out how to get past certain parts. It just made me think of like how old school that was because now you know, like if you had a difficult part to get through, you just pull up YouTube and you know find out what to do right away, but. You know, when you're reading a guide, it's not necessarily helpful because you have to figure out what the heck they're talking about. You can't just be like, oh, oh, this is where I'm, you know, having trouble with. You actually have to scroll through the whole guide. Right. Mm -hmm. Back oh, in the, the good day, old days the old before school. internet. Mm -hmm. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And the last game. Oh, Army Men. Sarge's Heroes. Sarge's Heroes. Dude, that That's game right. was pimp. Oh man. Yep. Did you Dude, see the new one? There is a, there, a new one. There is a new one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks pretty I, good. I is it on that. PS4? Huh. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was gonna get it. It's uh, a battle royale thing, though. So. Ah, fucking. Oh God no way! I'm I'm gonna definitely check that out. Oh, that game was. I I could never like beat it because I was always it was like a family friend had that game. So when I would go over there, their kid was like. 10 years older than me and that was like the one game that i remember playing over there with him from time to time it was on n64 right that, or at least that's what i remember playing it on i played it on the playstation yeah okay but yeah uh, that, was, that was a good game plastic warfare is this called the new one okay plastic Warfare. it came out back in august i think i believe it's yeah, only battle royale out. though or is it does it actually have a campaign and shit do you know um I can't remember. I can I can do a little dive in here, but I think 
that was its main main okay. thing. Yeah. I see dinosaurs. You can play as a toy raptor. Oh, that's <laughs> cool. Interesting. Those are that's a good shout out, Daryl. I kind of forgot about that game until you said that. <laughs> I think you yeah. had a good list too. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's funny because like every time I um you know I'll you know I'll do some time to do some research on this because you know i'll usually come up with one game but then i always tell myself you know there's probably more games out there that you really you know play than just can't remember so like i just pull up like google and look for games and this was one of them i was like oh crap this was a game i really liked mm -hmm. and then i'm like watching the video like the walkthrough and my wife's like in the back she's like what is that you're watching? It's like, oh, this is the game I used to play when I was little. She's like, let me see. She's like, that's what they looked back then? Yeah. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is the games we had to deal with growing up. Yeah, I mean, at the time, though, it looked like the most realistic shit I'd ever seen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoa, look at the graphics. <laughs> it's like all the work was put into the cutscenes, but when you play the actual game, it's like, oh. Yeah, for sure. So it is actually called The Mean Greens, Plastic Warfare. Okay. 10 bronze, 7 silver, 7 gold, 1 plat. Good distribution. I like that. A lot of online-looking trophies get so many kills, sniper kills, shotgun, assault. Die 100 times. It's not so bad, though. Let's start. Play your first round. There you go. It's an easy trophy. Only 94% yeah. of people got that. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy to me, some of that <laughs> According shit, According to true trophies. It's so yeah. crazy, yeah. Yeah, it looks like a pretty decent list. Do things and... uh capture the enemy flag get hit by rc cars or on toy box assault you know little couple uh combat related things but they know. got a nine out of ten on steam is its overall reviews as well yeah i might, I might buy this right now, buy it right now. <laughs> how much is it <laughs> yeah I don't I'm, know. I'm, I don't I'm looking know. it up right now <laughs> like is there a let's uh, see let's see sixty dollars hold on wait for it wait for it it's nine ninety nine. Let's go. Yeah, I was going to my cart with that uh, Warhammer now, game. Now, if that ever goes free on the Play at Home initiative, <laughs> I will add it. To yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm at this weird state in the PlayStation Store where I still have like funds in my wallet, but it's enough to cover a brand new AAA game, mm. like barely. Mm. So I don't want to like dip below that and then have to like I, I don't know. Whatever, doesn't matter. Actually, have to pay for a game. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I haven't had to pay for a game since like last October. So, kinda... hey, speaking of the Patreon and and uh, Discord community night, green, yeah, Mean Machines or whatever the hell it's called. Let's go. That's a Get good it. one. Absolutely, Let's absolutely. Let's gauge some interest. You know, I'm down as yeah. fuck to play that game. Actually, yeah. So yeah. Okay, so get back to the Patreon question here, though. I think those answers yeah, yeah. were great, Daryl. Eli, do you want to go? Do you have some All ideas? Right. Yeah. I would have to say NFL Blitz, of course, but I say that for everything. Right. Um, will it so this existence, is, please? Yeah, I will. Will. Will, will. <laughs> uh, so um, my, my parents got the Atari plug-and-play type deal thing. Oh, uh, yeah. And what I really want to see are those games get a total remaster. But like keeping the original formula, you know, like that fresh coat of paint thing. Yeah, yeah. But like the basketball game doesn't become NBA 2K, whatever the hell they are called these days. Uh, but rather the same side scrolling jank, but looking looking fresh. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And, it, you know, it would come with the same joystick with one button on the Atari, that whole type deal. You know, that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking 4K Frogger, you know. <laughs> with trophies realistic frog realistic frog That's with true. trophies <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that would be cool. That would like be cool. The, there's a lot of good things on like gems on there. It seems like like they're kind of fun to play, like a yeah. bowling game, and you know the basketball. There's some like adventure games as well that would be cool. That we're not just like a fucking green screen with like blue corners signifying like oh this is a four-way intersection right you know like actually have some graphics in there those kind of games seems like they'd be really fun for like an hour or two if you just have like a friend over like some couch co-op just to try it out like there's not there's not enough games like that really where you can just kind of sit down and like immediately just have some fun with it and so having that with a fresh coat of paint would be like ideal yeah that'd be cool Mm mm-hmm Good choice. Good choice. For me, I, I think I'm going to go with... Uh, I got two options, really, I've been thinking of. The first one is Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem, which is a game by Silicon Knights that released on the GameCube. It's a GameCube exclusive. It's a survival horror game with some like Lovecraftian elements. And it was really cool because basically you t- like got to time travel in the game like you didn't actually time travel but you played as different characters throughout history that interacted with this like cursed object basically and Mm -hmm. each of them like had their own sort of stats their own weapons own puzzles to solve but and so it was like part like resident evil game but also part like historical like fiction game um it had like multiple different playthroughs and the, the like real kicker for that game was it had this system called the sanity system where the more crazy shit you saw you would slowly start to go insane in the game and you would hallucinate stuff that wasn't there or like sometimes your controller would like quote unquote stop working you know they even toyed around with the idea of the game telling you your save file was corrupt when it wasn't just to kind of like fuck with your head um oh yeah what was this called again eternal darkness sanity's Mm -hmm. requiem yeah Mm -hmm. And they, you know, they never made a sequel for it, although they had planned one. And I owned it back on the GameCube. I could never beat it because it was too hard for my child brain. But I thought it was awesome. And so I'd love to see them kind of bring that idea forward. And then the other one is uh, Fusion Frenzy, which was an Xbox original exclusive game, which was just a set of mini games, basically, couch co-op up to four player, or you could play with bots. And just... Yeah, in case you didn't know. Yeah. I mean, because you were living under a rock for... You, yeah, Fusion Frenzy was dope. Yeah, that was that, that ga- was the game. game I, I, it's so on fun. my Xbox right now because it's on the Game Pass, dude. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so I would love to love them to kind of just like remaster that original game, and uh, you know let you do let you play online. I I thought that game was great. Those mm. would be my two choices. That's the bangers, dude. The bangers. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for that question, Slugger. Much appreciated, and thank you, of course, for your support on Patreon. Our next question comes to us from Gary Cooper. So thank you, Gary, for your support as well. And his question is, if you could pick any character in gaming to be in real life, who would it be and why? It's a good question as well. Yeah. I uh, I got mine. Duke Nukem. I kind of <laughs> almost feel like it's a, it's a cop-out. But after the 2018 game, especially, yeah. I would have to say Kratos for sure. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I probably would have said him in the past as well. You know, we're we're kind of on the same trajectory and uh we are changed men. We're we're dads now. There so, you go. You know? It, it was the the gut feeling right off the bat and I was like, "Yeah, maybe I should think about it a little deeper, but like it is actually just like perfect." Yeah, no. I, I would have said it one. before and now we're both dads. So, it makes even more sense. So, yeah. Kratos. That's a good one. Boy. 
boy. <laughs> like that's, a, that's more like Arthur, the way that I said it. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Arthur from Red Dead. Oh, yeah. From that shitter game. Boy. <laughs> oh, let's not go there. <laughs> yeah, we'll not, we'll not go there. No, that's a, good, that's a good choice, I think, for you. Definitely. Daryl, what do you think? What character would you want to inhabit? I would say all the females from Street Fighter. <laughs> because they're, the reason why is because their proportions seem very strange i would just like to see that in like the real world like could you even throw a kick or a punch like that with the, the shape of your body <laughs> oh my god like, you, <laughs> you seem way too massive to be pulling off moves like that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. and not to not to like hate on the you know the fluffy women out there but I, i'm i just want to see it in person yeah but you know on the serious side if i really wanted to be a character to be in the real life i would say either master chief or commander shepherd from mass effect mm -hmm. because um those would be like my two candidates for space force oh yeah oh yeah What's Space Force? It's a new military branch. It's a, it's a real thing. It's a branch of the military, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. We're going to need some uh, some veterans in there. Some, some people who know what they're veterans. doing. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Save the world countless times. Right. <laughs> Check my resume. <laughs> That's funny. I, I initially was, like, my gut reaction was Master Chief as well. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, I, I don't know if I could, like, do that, you know? Like, he's, like, no, I would like to think that I would be brave enough to do some of the stuff that he does, but, like, he's almost killed all the time. Like, he's constantly, like, almost dying, right? And, like, putting his body through hell. And, like, I, so I was like, ah, maybe, like, I go for a little more of a chill experience. <laughs> like so the guy from Journey. Yeah, I was like, you the know. flower from Flowers. I think Mario would be kind of cool, honestly, because, like, you live mm. in a world that's, like, somewhat chill. Like, bad things happen. Yeah, Bowser gets up to his, his, you know, good old ways of messing with you and your girl. But at the end of the day, you know, you're not shedding blood, right? You're, you're kind of in a world filled of magic, and it's, like, always a little bit different and interesting and cool. And there's, like, weird technology that you don't understand. But at the end of the day, it's very, like, calm and, like, peaceful, mm -hmm. right? So I think Mario is a good candidate, and the other option on the Nintendo uh, side was the uh, was Ash Ketchum, or like the Pokemon okay. trainer. Yeah, I yeah. like that. I like the Ash Ketchum because you gotta be careful with Mario these days. What do you mean? You know, he's a bit, he's a bit of a bit of a creep. You know? <laughs> hey, <laughs> I chase you around. Yeah, you give me what I want. That's true. Know? That's true. Maybe you could go with Luigi because he's just kind of there most of the time. He's yeah. like, oh, my brother's off on an adventure again. I guess I just get to hang out in the castle, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I thought that would be cool. I, again, though, Daryl, my mind did jump initially to Master Chief, but I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> yeah, I like the chill approach idea. That's a good, mm -hmm. it's a good call because Kratos does a lot of, a lot of kooky stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. dude. Exactly. Sound, that does sound like a lot of stress. It's a lot of stress, man. You're going to get I bloody. Mean, they're going to be chilling constantly in the woods worried for, about your son, you know? I mean, how old is Kratos, or Atrey, Atreus? Atreus. Atreyu, Atreus, um, in, uh, in that game. I mean, he's at least in his teens, right? So Here's the I weird good... thing about it, because he's, well, spoiler alert, by the way, if you have not played God of War, okay? So just telling you right now. Whoa, wait, whoa. Why do we got to spoil it for his age? 
I'll tell you why if you give me a second here. So okay, well, the- because he's spoiler alert because he is part god oh right right okay age and time are kind of weird right like he doesn't age in the same way that a normal person does atreus doesn't because gods don't age in the same way that normal people do they're immortal essentially so atreus could be a hundred fucking years old but look like that we don't know that's the that's the weird thing about it go out with the with the spoilers, because that yeah, doesn't really happen until halfway years ago. It doesn't happen until <laughs> halfway through the game, though. You don't know until like the age. Like, I don't think you develop that until you go through puberty. I mean, I also don't think right? it's a spoiler to say uh, he's part god if Kratos is the god of war and he's his son. Yeah, but True. he's is Kratos a god? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess that, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so well i mean you don't have to be a god to be called the god of war that's true you know? that's true you could be the goat of war <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway so he got a good he got Anyways, a good yeah. amount of time chilling in the woods yeah raising his son yeah chopping down trees and so you know there's a there's a couple of adventures here and there i sure. think it'd still be pretty chill i would so. agree i will say like out of all the characters we will want to come into the real world I think Kratos will have the hardest transition. Like he, he can't sit and be, you know, isolated and nowhere. He always has to fight something. What's he gonna fight in our real world? There's no monsters. There's no gods. Like yeah. he will have the hardest time in the real world. Like what? He's gonna go out and get a real job, a nine to five. I'm gonna I'm gonna send him up to find Loch Ness. <laughs> we're gonna have to go find all the creatures he'll yeah. find bigfoot yeah i'm like dude guess just here's your hit list okay sasquatch bigfoot loch ness whatever else <laughs> like just go out there and see what's up <laughs> hell yeah now we can finally put this to rest whether they exist or not yeah i want to know he would be the sasquatch though that's true that's true hmm. maybe that's what we've been seeing chupacabra maybe some other stuff i don't know i also kind of don't want to know if those I mean, I would say I would say they probably don't exist, right? But it's funner to live in a world where you think that stuff like that is possible. So I'm going to choose to say maybe they do. Who the fuck do I know? Or what the fuck do I know? Um, hey, the world would be a better place if he took them all out. Hmm. People won't have to fear about it no more. Yeah, I'm up. Yeah. I'm shivering in my boots about Loch Ness all the time. <laughs> <laughs> A boogeyman. Uh oh. <laughs> the, the, the water creature is going to get me in fucking California. <laughs> oh, all right. Very good. Well, thank you, Gary Cooper and Slugger, for your questions on Patreon. And thank you, Pat the Trophy Hunter, as well. Shout you out. And um, yeah, I really appreciate it, everyone. And go, ch- go check it out if you're interested. Mm-hmm. With that, uh, as has become a tradition with you know, Wave 2 or 2.0 of the show, we're going to be reviewing a list for a game that has come out recently. Now, there's been a bit of a drought in games. I just want to come out and say that right away. Like, yes, there's been some smaller releases of stuff, but no, like, tentpole AAA games really caught my eye in the last period, and I don't think that's much of a debate necessarily either. So this game uh, that we're reviewing today is It Takes Two, which is is an interesting-looking co-op adventure game from the developer of A Way Out. And not to say that this game is small and insignificant, but, you know, I'm looking forward to when we get some, like, major, major, like, tentpole releases 
uh, a little later this year, spe specifically with the Sony exclusives coming out later on. I think it'll be really cool to uh, look at those. But for this week, we are looking at It Takes Two. What did you boys think of this list? And what is your overall sort of impressions of the game? Uh, I got to ask, what a tentpole. What, what is... A tentpole release. I'm going to call you out on your adjectives again since you didn't give me one this time. A tentpole release. Sounds like some kind of sexual innuendo. No, and, and tentpoles are sometimes widely... Okay, here's the definition, right? Pitching a tent. It's, it was originally from tentpole. the film industry, but we've kind of adopted it over into the gaming industry as well. Tentpoles are widely released initial offerings in a string of releases expected by studios to turn a profit in a short period of time. Basically, the big ones, the big releases. So video game sales tend to work in the same way where most okay. of your sales come within the first 30 days of release. So you think of things like coming later this year, Horizon Forbidden West, Ratchet and Clank, A Rift Apart, et cetera, et cetera. Those are tentpole releases. Interesting. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I would say the first thing that stands out to me is the artwork. Mm -hmm. Artwork is pretty nice. You know, we, we mentioned some some games on some pretty good artwork, but this one takes the pie. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, man, it takes the really... pie. Isn't it takes the cake? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know. Are you talking okay. about? Are you talking about the game itself or the trophy artwork? Just to be clear. Yeah, trophy artwork. Yes. Yep. I'm not as nifty with these idioms as no, Colin okay. is. That's okay. It's okay. No, I like but it. No, I, I know. like it. I like I should it. Should say it takes the ice cream. Yeah, that, was, the, that, that should one, be more. This one sucks the ice cream. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I like it. The artwork's pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, I like it. Really nice. A lot of color in there. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of characters. Uh, a lot of yeah, drawing is pretty pretty a one. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of almost like uh like a board game artwork or something i don't know why but like that's the impression i get like these are like the trophy artwork is like a card that you would flip over in a board game hmm. yeah yeah now that you say that it does remind me like uh there's this game called exploding kittens and it has like these <laughs> crazy drawings like you that and your too. family play <laughs> <laughs> it's a banger of a game man it sounds no, like it i'm it's just messing with explosions. you Check it out at Target. If you get the exploding kitten, that means you're dead. Okay. Basically, the, the, that's like the nuke bomb of the game. I've Those seen it. I've seen it. One. It's fun. I didn't like it. Did that start as one of them flash games? You could just blow these kittens out of cannons and stuff, and you had to see how far you could get it. Dude, I remember that game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was like some 2007 era shit. <laughs> I <Yeah>. remember. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're getting old, boys. We're getting old. Yeah. <laughs> not real. Yep. Not yet. Anyways. I'm hanging on to two nine as long as I can. Yeah, that's right. Dude, <laughs> the the list looks cool. Code. Yeah, I do. I do think the list looks cool. Go ahead, though. What were you gonna say about it? Uh, well, it's three out of ten. Short, nice, ten hour, fifteen hour time frame. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to get your since you guys are uh, distribution guys. Yep. There's no silvers. How yeah, about that? A, a bit weird. A bit weird, you know. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hate on it because, as someone whose distributions are all fucked, I'll take the golds. But like, it's just kind of odd. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I noticed that as well. Like, you know, we we've seen games where we're so used to like, okay, a game doesn't have a platinum. You know, that's nothing new to us. 
but like we're okay with no bronzes but like if it ever got to a point where there's no golds or no silvers then it's like wait what's going on like mm -hmm. what's up yep. that's weird yeah i mean i'll i'll i mean we eli and i talk about it to death but the fucking disney afternoon collection it's all bronzes that's like my prime example of just like a shit list <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> it's you it, gotta respect the bronze though if there were no bronzes I know silver would just be bronze. Absolutely. You know? I, it's more so that like, I don't mind that there's not a platinum in the collection. Although I think it's odd. It's more so that like some of those bronzes are really hard. And I just mm -hmm. legitimately think that people deserve a, a silver or gold for some of those achievements. For some oh, yeah. of those feats. So th that's my real problem with it. And there's no plat. If there was like all bronzes and a plat, that would be kind of, that would be better. Yeah. It's just, it's just worst case scenario with that game. Yeah. Like basically. Come on. Come on. <laughs> but with this game at hand. Right, right. I'm pretty, uh, I'm thinking about getting it. Because I remember when they showed this, it looked pretty interesting. Like it was, uh, I'd like the art style of the game. And so last Christmas, two, no, two, was it two ago? Because this one we did my computer. So I guess it was two Christmases ago. Me and my brother played A Way Out. Which oh, is yeah. the same developer as this game seems to be their specialty mm -hmm. and the list is structured in the same way where it's pretty simple but you gotta just interact with the world as much as possible but most of it will come and the others you know it's like story related stuff and then interacting with the world so pretty straightforward stuff there was one or two hard ones in that game where you had to do like dips out on the at an out in the yard you know in the jail Oh yeah, and boy, that was yo. I can't get that 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 clicking down. I think they. I think we ended up having to look it out. Look, yeah, look it out. You gotta look it up. <laughs> uh, my brother's got the the dexterity to do the clicking. I I do not. And is so it, you he mean did just his, like button but, mashing. Is that what it is? Yeah, or, yeah. button mashing. Okay. Uh, huh. And it was it was a lot for a decent amount of time. I couldn't I couldn't hang. But I think they ended up, I think it was like some trick where you had to go slow and then it scaled or some shit like that. I can't okay. remember totally. But yeah, this looks like another good co-op thing that may do with him. It is structured more around a couple. But I don't think that would uh, take away from the game too much, you know? No, if, definitely not. If me and my bro did it. Definitely um, not. And it was really fun to just kind of explore the world a little bit and you know as you play through the story it wasn't a very stressful list so yeah this one looks like a doozy yeah i mean i'm i'm initially drawn to the game because i like to play video games with stephanie but she doesn't really like playstation games are hard for her to play just because she's not really well used to the controller like the controls or anything and i've heard this game is pretty straightforward and easy to play um and it's also like it's a couple it's kind of a cute little thing right so that could be fun and i don't yeah i don't know we'll we'll see i i, I might end up picking it up at some point i'll maybe show it to her and see if she's interested because mm -hmm. the last time i did that with the game was minecraft dungeons and then she kind of fell off and after i'd purchased it and i was like well now i'm just stuck with this fucking game so um yeah we'll see i did also want to call out though real quickly there is a uh secret or it's a, not a secret, but it's a trophy that's a little Easter egg to a way out, which is called Plastic Prison Breakers. And the trophy description is they had no way out. So it's oh, for wow. in the game, 
I guess you find a little area where there's some plastic figurines that look like the characters from that previous game, and you just have to break them out of this little prison that they're in. So I thought that was cool, and it's a gold trophy for doing that. That's funny. Yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I would say, like, from a list perspective, you know, it just seems like you're going to play through the game uh, as you normally would, but there's just, in each of the levels, maybe a little optional objective or side path to explore, a little side mini game that you're going to find that's going to you know, net you an additional trophy. Um, mm-hmm. The different lands or different areas in the game do have, it appears, a distinct look to them. I like that it's sort of got like a Toy Story vibe going on where you're, you know, playing as the toys and like going through these spaces that are actually pretty small but appear large to you because of the the scale, right? It's um, like the mean, the mean greens. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, and there's also another cool trophy that's a gold called Force Triangulated. Breathe some wind into your Ocarina, my Skyward Princess. So that's a shout out to <laughs> um, Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker, and Skyward Sword, and the Triforce right there. So, you know, interesting little shout Ooh, out nice. to stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Lost and Found is like my favorite one off this list. For the, again. for the artwork, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the description. Yeah. <laughs> again, keep track of your kids. I like the dinosaur like, on that trophy artwork, too. It's hilarious that they have lost and found for kids. Yeah. It's, like, it's still baffling. Like, why would you lose your kids? <laughs> you can lose your keys in your wallet, but your kids? Come on. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> <I> parents. <know>. <laughs> yeah, so um, I think overall, you know, it seems like a fun experience. It seems like something that's not going to take more than uh, a weekend to play. I mean, you could definitely do it in just a day, but like, you know, you could do it in a weekend with someone, uh, fun co-op experience. So yeah, I say I would recommend this game, even if I'm maybe not going to get it myself, I would say from a trophy hunting perspective and just, it's supposed to be pretty good. It reviewed relatively well. Um, I would recommend it. Does it get your seal of approval from you two? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Very good. All right, so that's um a way out. Anything else that you want to say about the list or anything like that before we move on? I don't want to cut you guys short if you had something else to say. No, I said what I needed to say. Okay, very good. I think Colin meant it takes two. Sorry, what did I say? It takes one? <laughs> no, you said a way out. Oh, shit. Uh. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Woo! We ran out of coffee this morning. So I only what? had I only had one cup. Yeah, I was supposed to go to the store yesterday happen? on the way home from work, and I didn't do it. So that's my fault. Like we went to dinner at her mom's house last night for her mom's birthday, and I went there straight after work, and I just forgot to go to the store. So we just didn't have coffee this morning. So I'm a little tired. So no go. I know. Can't with that. Yeah, that I know. Can't be. But let's get into what we have been playing over the last couple week period, and I think we have some some good updates here. I'm looking forward to hearing it about it from you guys. Who would like to oh, go yeah. first? Anyone have a strong preference? I can go first if neither of you want to go first. Go first. I'm going to go first. Go first. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I, I normally don't. Oh, no, wait. We just went, you went first last episode. All right, never mind then. Fuck <laughs> it. Daryl, you're up. <laughs> All right. I'll go second. I'll go second. Eli, you're going third. All right. All right. All right. I'm All right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so I have been playing Darksiders. Oh, um, nope. Sorry. Uh, Dark Souls. I take it back. I was like, wait, you moved Souls. on to Darksiders Genesis already? Yeah. No. I, I wish. Yeah. Oh, no, still in the land of Lordran. Nice. And 
I am happy to say that I have completed my first Soulsborne game. Let's go. Fuck yeah, dude. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. It was such an unbelievable moment. Like, just the journey that, you know, I had to go through to get to the very end. Uh, it, it, it was It was remarkable, man. Like, I really did not care for this game. Like, everybody's always been hyping this game up. Like just playing it and getting like invested in it, man. It it was one of the one of the most memorable gaming moments for me. Is I really did not care for this game, and to be able to play it from beginning to end was a huge achievement. So I got that badge on my chest now. You know, first Dark Souls completed. Mm -hmm. So very excited. That's really cool. I yeah yeah i i appreciate it again calling for for you letting me borrow that game oh absolutely yeah absolutely it's so uh I, it's one uh, to be shared mm -hmm. it's one of the best games ever in my opinion so more people that play it the more people that enjoy it i'm happy <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i definitely agree with that i am at 54 percent right now with the game so i'm currently in my second playthrough pretty good and yeah yeah oh gosh where where am i at um so i just got the lord vessel so i'm now starting to like go and find the uh the four bosses in the world oh you're all, you're pretty far along then in your new game plus playthrough yeah yeah i got through pretty fast i started my new game plus last friday or saturday and i breezed through like the beginning portions pretty quickly i think i got to like an orlando in like two days isn't it funny how that works? I love that with the game, by the way. We, the first time you go through the Undead Berg, it's like, holy shit, right? Like, I remember watching you stream that and, like, the struggles that came with it. And then on your new game plus, you're just like, this is fucking so easy. <laughs> like, you just, like, oh, yeah. you just cruise through it. And I, I love the skill progression in Soulsborne games with that. Yeah, like, the first four bosses, I took them out, like, in my first attempt. And then, like, I hit a brick wall when I got to Ornstein and Smo mm -hmm. because I'm for the trophy for Knight's Honor, you have to get like all the boss's souls to build weapons. So, when you're going for the weapon that you need when it comes to building the, uh, the weapon from the souls you get from Ornstein and Smo, you have to get the souls from both bosses. Yep. So, in my first playthrough, I got Smo's soul last. So the second one I had to do it vice versa. So the very last boss I had to take out was Ornstein. And I could not for the life of, you know, I could not defeat him. It was too hard. Yeah. Like it, no the, matter what I did, it was just too difficult for me. Yeah. When you do it the opposite way, it, it is really, really tough for sure. And f yeah. And for that one, I had to like get help. I had to summon like, you know, NPCs. I had to summon some other players to help out. And that was like really like my first venture into like using humanity because I've never used humanity up until that point. So like when I used humanity, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I can summon people. But now I was always getting invaded. I was like, oh, great. Yeah. Like, I got to deal with these. <laughs> it's a whole douches. nother side of the game, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then like even like. There were parts where I couldn't even get to the boss because I kept getting killed by the people invading me. <laughs> so it was like I was wasting humanities. I was getting killed by regular enemies, by these people invading me, by Ornstein and Smell. It was just a nightmare. I think that whole part took me maybe like seven hours to beat. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
Well, it was rough. It's not even just players when you're in your humanity form or when you've used humanity. It's also just like the computer controlled NPCs that will come after you, um, which mm-hmm. is more of like a lore implication in the game. There's certain NPCs that'll only spawn if you're human or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, that, that was like my, my first real reality with humanity is like, oh my gosh. Yeah. The humaneness. <laughs> it, was, it was tough. Yeah. But I eventually got through it. And uh, right now I'm just doing like everything else that I need to do, like collecting all the pyromancies, the miracles, yada, 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 all the weapons. Yep. So I was hoping to do that here when I was like in LA, but I just didn't have time to get onto the console. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely going to be working on it uh, as soon as I get back home. And not only that, not trophy related, but I also came up on the PS- PS4. <laughs> what? what? You got a new huh? PS4? Came- yeah, I came up on another PS4. My brother doesn't want his anymore, so I'm taking it back home with me. Was nice. he on a 5? No, he just doesn't play it anymore. Uh, he's a cop now. He's big. big are you going to... Uh, adult. Are, yeah. Are you going to switch anymore? and have that be your primary? Because it's like newer and maybe less used or what are you thinking with that oh wait what do you mean like are you gonna have that be your primary console now like switch over because it's like maybe less like hours on it so maybe it runs smoother or anything or is it just like now you just have another one oh no i'm actually gonna like leave it on one of the other floors so i don't have to like keep bringing my other one up and down the stairs yep so i have like one on each floor so if I'm idea. too lazy to go upstairs, I'll just use the one in the main living room. Sure. Nice. Sure. And this oh. is a PS Pro too, so I got more Hydra space. Oh well, yeah, Let's that's go. that was my thing. If it's the Pro, then yeah, it, like there's a ton of games that you're gonna have a bit smoother of an experience playing it than you would if on just the base console. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm very awesome. excited. But yeah, yeah, that's that's all I've been working with. One game, the platinum is a bit tough, but. Um, Colin, I would challenge you to go back for that. You know, it'll be nice to have another Dark Souls plat platinum mm-hmm. person in the Discord with me if I eventually get it. I think it was the um the the pyromancies and the the miracle like there. I it's more than just two playthroughs from mm-hmm. my memory, right? Like it's the two playthroughs to get the different endings, but it's also really specific NPC questline paths that you have to follow. Um. And then on top of that, I remember it being an issue for fully upgrading your weapons to the different, like get up, you know, like fully infuse an item with lightning or with like holy or I can't remember what the, what all the different options are now, but there's only a set number of those Titanite slabs in the game. I think in each game that you spawn or each game instance you create, there's only two Titanite slabs. So mm-hmm. you can't get all of those. Like you're going to have to do multiple playthroughs just for that as well. So that I remember is what turned me off, but maybe that's maybe I'm not under understanding. I did um like look at the glitch. There's a glitch where you can keep using your Titanite or at least keep using the same Titanite slab. Mm-hmm. So what'll happen is you upgrade your weapon and once you like get the trophy or whatever, you actually don't exit that upgrade screen. You you actually um click like the PS home button mm-hmm. and then close the application. And then when you load the game back up, you'll still have a Titanite slab. Oh, mm. interesting. So oh, you because can keep it saves doing that. When you exit the menu of the in-game menu, I'm assuming. 
Exactly. So you oh. you don't want to exit that upgrading screen. You just want to go back to the home screen, close app, and then reload the game, and then all your resources, whatever resources you use, will still be there. Oh, that's hmm. interesting. Well, it's good to know. Yeah. Couldn't you also like save scum that? Yeah, I mean, if you're a fucking loser, you know how I feel about saves coming. I mean, isn't that the same thing? Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It falls along those lines. Yeah, sure, sure. But yeah, at some point, I would love to go back. But before you move on from your Dark Souls stuff, though, I, I got to ask you what your, uh, what your favorite boss was in the game. And also, if it's, not, if it's not Gwen, how did you feel about the final boss fight? Uh, my favorite one... It has to be Ornstein and Smo. Okay. Like, it it was such a unexpected fight, and just the amount of times that it took me to beat it compared to the other bosses, I think that's saying something. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was like my favorite fight just because of the the dynamic duo of that fight. It had me definitely tilted at times, but just overcoming them was like probably most memorable. Mm-hmm. And when it came to Gwyn, I was expecting something similar to that. But his fight was fairly easy. Oh, I think that, I did that, it in three tries. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah, that guy it's took me I like kept... 20 tries. And Ornstein and Swo oh, took no me way. like four tries. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, well, it was In weird. that fight, I was just parrying him the whole time. Like uh, one of those messages yep. said like weakness was parrying. So I was like, oh, let me try this out. And... I, by that point, my pairing was a little decent, so I was able to to really capitalize on that against Gwen. Yep, yep, that's awesome. But, yeah, I mean, it was like you said, like when I was first playing. Like initially, at the very beginning of the game, the bosses at the very beginning are very tough, but like as you get towards the end of the game, they tend to kind of like drop down in difficulty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like they won't require as many attempts as like the earlier bosses when you're barely like getting used to the game itself yeah that's very true because Gwen is nothing like uh like any of the earlier bosses he was like it almost felt like he was a beginning boss for me <laughs> that's awesome i just liked how he got to be you know the final boss it could have been you against this giant like fucking behemoth of a of a monster or something but it ended up just being a straight up duel with like another humanoid character mm-hmm. and i thought that was really cool so I will say that the music during that fight was very cool. It was almost like a like a conclusion to the whole story, just the way it sounded. It mm-hmm. was like, oh, like this is letting you know this is the last fight, and you're going to decide the fate of humanity after this. Yep, absolutely. Well, I'm excited for you to get into Dark Souls Two, uh, which is a bit of a controversial one in the franchise, and then you know eventually Dark Souls Three and Bloodborne and, and Sekiro. So. If you're able to parry very well, I think you'll do well with Sekiro, where I got fucked by that game pretty hard. <laughs> so, yeah, be curious to see how it goes. I may switch it up. I, you know, I don't want my parrying skills to fall off, so I might dive into Sekiro. You might do that one next? Yeah. Well, I actually also own that one physically in Bloodborne, so either of those you want to borrow, let me know. All right. Yep. All right. I know who to go to. <laughs> I'm the guy. Dude. <laughs> That's like one of the, the physical games I own are basically just the Soulsborne games <laughs> at this point. So, yeah, good. All right. Well, good, good progress there. Good progress. Appreciate the update. Uh, let's see. I have a couple 
you know, nothing new necessarily that I've been playing this this couple week period. I'm still really slowly going through Final Fantasy VII Remake. Last time I had finished Chapter 1, now I've finished Chapter 2 and 3, and gotten a couple more miscellaneous trophies there. I'm going to save the bulk of the discussion until I have a couple week period where I've, like, made some serious progress in that game. But I'm still making, you know, some progress. I'm at 10% completion on that list. Um, I'm also still playing through Remnant from the Ashes. Um, I'm about four hours away from completing that game. I've just been unable to really schedule the time with my, my friends who I've played that with. So, you know, next time we play, we'll, we'll beat the game. Uh, unfortunately, though, I don't think they're very interested in continuing in adventure mode or doing, you know, uh, different playthroughs, I guess, to get some of the alternate bosses for me. So I'm not sure what's going to happen with me in that game. You know, if there's other folks in the community who would like to hop on and to help me out with that, that would be great. Or if other people who want to play the game, you know, I can join into their campaign and we can try to get some of the other trophies. But either way, I still think that game is really good and has a surprising amount of depth to it. The, the story is a little bit up its own ass. It's trying too hard, I think, to be something like Dark Souls and really just needs to kind of get out of the way because the gameplay is where that game shines. That being said, though, some of the later worlds, at least on the base PS4 in co-op, are literally going like 15 to 20 frames per second. It's very, it's very choppy. So I found that to be pretty frustrating. It's not unplayable, but it is certainly annoying. So something to consider, and I'd be curious if other folks have had that experience with the game when they've been playing it. And, and again, maybe it's just because I'm playing online with two other folks, and if I was just playing solo, it would be no issues. But regardless, um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying that game, and I think it's really good. And I've also been still playing Resident Evil Revelations. Um, one of the community members and I have been doing some raid mode in that game, but I actually recently restarted the campaign or the story mode just on easy new game plus with all my gear and stuff like that, because there's some collectibles that I didn't get on my first go through. And there's a couple like miscellaneous combat trophies that I missed. Um, they're all bronzes, of course, but, but the idea was like, you know, I, I only played through this story once back in 2017. Uh, let me replay it, see if I can garner any additional value out of it and just kind of clean up some of the easier low hanging fruit trophies on there just to kind of feel a little better about my overall completion on that game. I still don't think I'm going to platinum it, but I, I'm enjoying just replaying the story. So that's been pretty fun. But th the main thing I wanted to talk about is actually League of Legends that I've been playing. And this is kind of a weird thing, I know. But the uh, I've been playing League for like six years. It's quite a long time. I, I play competitively from time to time with people on ranked. I will just play a bunch of ARAMs, which is like a casual game mode. But the thing that's interesting is they've added a system in the game called Eternals. And this isn't brand new, but I didn't play very much League for like the last four or five months up until a couple weeks ago, really. So it's new to me. And Eternals basically are a achievement or trophy system in the game, which is pretty interesting because it's a free-to-play MOBA. And the way that it works is for each of the champions in the game, and there's over 150 of them now, I think. Maybe it's 120. There's quite a few. Um, you can pay a small amount of real money or you can use in-game currency to unlock their Eternal set which is basically unlocking a set of achievements for that champion. So, for example, you can unlock achievements for a champion that 
have you break a certain amount of towers in the game, which is like the objectives, or getting a certain amount of kills, or do you know get kills in a very specific way for that champion, like with a certain ability, or get a certain amount of double kills, stuff like that. So what I did is I've been playing the game for so long and had so much in-game currency that I just unlocked them for all the champions in, in a bundle, basically. And I just think the system is kind of cool because there's a, there's a progression with each champion where you level up and you can get to a mastery level 7, which is like max level with the champ. And then you get some flair that you can display in-game. If you press like control 5 or control 6, sorry, when you're playing, like a little icon pops up in the game above your character and it like shows like, hey, I've played this champ a lot. I'm pretty good with it. But on top of that, you can get the eternal flare when you max those out to make that like in-game thing even cooler and even more like, you know, spicy looking, right? So I don't know. I just think it's interesting that they've added a system like that. And I really like the idea of them having an in-game way of showing that off. And I, I kind of wish that there was more stuff like that in the trophy ecosystem where like if you're playing, I don't know, Warzone or some you know Fortnite I'm or Rocket League or some of these games that you do have the platinum in or you have a lot of trophy progression like let me kind of show that off in a way in the game yeah I just kind of wanted to throw that out there I'm still you know like I said making smaller progress in those other three games on PlayStation but it's all coming along nicely and that's uh that's kind of what I've been jamming on nice very nice yeah thank you thank you I'm glad to hear there's another PC addict right now <laughs> it's yeah well like playoffs are going on too for league like in all the regions around the world so it's like it's just bombarding my like youtube feed as well and and shit so w whenever that's happening and whenever like worlds and these big tournaments are going on with league i always end up playing more just because i like watch a game of competitive and i'm like oh i want to go try that champion route or like i want to go play with some buds so yeah mm -hmm. anyway what about you eli what are you because yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. I uh, Diablo three season journey talked about a little last time and doing the season journey, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be happy with this." But I was, uh, turns out, I was doing the wrong set dungeon for an easy win, so oh, okay. I uh, changed it up from the Unhallowed Essence to Natalia's Vengeance, which has you keeping a skill called Reign of Vengeance up for ninety seconds which is much easier than lining up 20 hit, like a 20 hit multi-shot. Yeah. So six times, mind you. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> so with that one being done, it got a lot of other stuff that comes naturally, like leveling gems. Uh, so it was time to press my trophy hunting luck mm. or achievement hunting luck, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, I had five of the six sets done. This is like doing uh, the solo GR 55. Uh, the Demon Hunter had five sets, so I had five of the six done. So I started a Necromancer class, grinded and gambled a bunch to get a full set and uh, with him and cleared a, my six GR55 solo. Uh, so then came the speed run. Hell yeah, dude. Your brother yeah. would be proud. He would be. I had to kill all the bosses in the game, minus one specific one. I can't remember which, what the name was, but there's one you can skip. Um, and the first run went perfect until I blew it in this the Spider Queen's freaking level, which is you know well a 
freaking spider's Adri nest. Adria, or is that the right boss? Am I thinking? Arain Arania? Or Arania? Uh, Arania? Yeah, Arania. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Um, I hate that map. I hate it. <laughs> the bounties for that suck. You gotta like find those six six cocoons, or you gotta yeah. Uh, it's I just agree. a mess. So basically, when you go in those, you want to look for the hard ones. Like her, Adria's hard to find in that like maze with all the doors. Yeah. And the Spider Queen's kind of hard. And what's the other? There's a Ur Urziel, the other guy in Act Five. Oh yeah. That's yeah. not Malthael. Or uh, can be tough to find in that like city with all the long streets. So yeah, I had a couple. The first one I had like all the good bounties, and I was like, oh, it's gonna be sick. And then I. I got lost in the spider's nest. I made a crucial mistake, but I learned it taught me because I went by a cursed chest and was like, oh, that's not it. And like flew around the other way. But there was one little part of the map that was grayed out and that was the pathway to where she was. Oh, so I learned. Nice. And then after doing it, I probably did it five or six times. So it wasn't too bad altogether. But I learned that that cursed chest is almost it's basically where she was. Each time I found her with a cursed chest was there as well. So that was kind of interesting to learn. Mm hmm. So, yeah, I completed my first Diablo 3 season. I did it all. I think it's actually incredible, your evolution of thinking around this game. <laughs> yeah. People who've been listening Wild. to the show for a couple, you know, at least the last like couple months will know, you know, when we were talking about it on PlayStation, sort of like your thoughts initially playing it. And to see like how far that journey's come now to where you're like doing everything in the season and also playing it on PC. It's like, that's pretty crazy, right? Yeah. So. Yep. I'm pretty hyped for the new season, speaking of... I'm not going to say I told you so, but I fucking told you so, <laughs> right? Yeah. Diablo, Diablo 3, great game. <laughs> yeah, so the trophy list is a bit frustrating. Yeah. Especially when you're not, like... I wasn't shooting for the meta at that point. And, like, if you're not into it, those 500 bounties are fucking grueling, dude. It Absolutely is a lot. grueling. It is a lot. And even in the season, the... The the bounties are like the worst of the playlist because they're just you don't get you do, the bummer is you need them f for some of the materials they give you so um they're a little crucial but it's it's just like the thing nobody wants to do everyone wants to run risks and stuff yeah you know so for the new season I was you know this is the kind of same thing as uh the League of Legends you were talking about it's like prestiging your platinum basically you get some cosmetic rewards um so it would it's it's basically what we want for trophies mm -hmm. so you know i'm just doing it again for the new season and uh this season's conquests look a bit easier and i wanted to play the barbarian and uh just so happens that they have the best starting set they have the best uh hadrig's gift set so pretty hype for that and the uh you know i want to explore a little bit and try some characters i wouldn't normally try and i was thinking the wizard probably the wizard's fun this man. season i like the wizard and they are getting a pretty dope buff pretty hyped i picked two <laughs> good ones uh their uh their firebird fineries set is uh was kind of dead for a while and they're getting a they're getting a pretty decent buff really decent it was like actually broken and they they took it down and like oh they killed it again but then they brought it back up so we'll see what actually happens but uh i'm pretty hyped for season 2023 the 22 ends tomorrow the 28th yeah um and the new one actually starts early so like they normally give a pretty decent break but this one's gonna start friday april 2nd 
So like oh, a shit. week after. Yeah. yeah. Really, really soon. Not even a week. So uh so yeah, I have a week to play Doom in between. <laughs> cool. And you said you did start Doom twenty sixteen, correct? Yeah. I started it. I did. I did. Um what it, that boy, first mission is so that iconic. Is, it is fast, my guy. Faster it's than Rocket League with full fast, boost. Dude, I know. Yeah, dude. Faster than the God DH with full momentum stacks, dude. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, I am loving the metal and the demon slaying vibe. Um, but so far, it just feels like R2, R3, R2, R3, R2, R3, mm-hmm. R2, R3. Mm-hmm. I so, mean, from a um, me- mechanical standpoint, it's not really meant to be complex, right? Like, I think the complexity is like, what's the right tool for the job in terms of my weapons and what, demon, R2, R3. And, and what demons That's are, are introduced? Well, the weapon is always going to shoot with R2, right? But mm-hmm. what's the range? How many people am I dealing with here? What type of demon is it? And as you get further into the game, they're going to introduce... Um, there's, well, there's a really cool documentary on this YouTube channel I recommend everyone check out, which is called No Clip. Um, they do documentaries about how different games are made. And they interviewed and did a couple-hour documentary on Doom. And the way that Doom was described by the designers is essentially introducing you to a chessboard very slowly over the levels. So when you start out, you're going to be introduced to just like the normal like zombie mm. like people and then the um, the imps, which are sort of like the pawns, right? They're really versatile. They're everywhere. They can spawn from any anywhere, right? And that's like what they really want you to get into first. Then they're going to introduce characters that become the rook and the knight and the bishop. And it's sort of about how the chessboard like plays together once you get to the mid and late game that really lets the combat shine. So if it seems a little simplistic at first, it's because they're trying to train you in how to assess the game board. And as you get mm-hmm. further on, it'll it'll become better, I think. Sick. Yep. So something, <laughs> something, something, something to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> a little chess analogy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure what the, the knight and the rook all, all mean. Oh, I like, okay. Oh, okay. I feel like that's, that's all games, but it's a good, good analogy. Yeah, um, there's a legitimately a demon that runs in straight lines like a rook. But oh, really? It's like a, okay, it's yeah, like a bull. Those, so yeah, yeah. There's one that does like a up to one one left or right or yeah, like kind of a teleporting sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, so. specific direction. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'm really glad that you also confirmed that the trophies that say one campaign run just mean one save slot. Yep. So, so I'm gonna just play through it once and see what uh see what I need to clean up. I'm trying to go. You know, Diablo 3 was really no guide um, until I got balls deep in the meta. <laughs> so now I'm trying to stay away from from all those uh, guides. See if I can keep the more chill chill approach this year was the goal. So um, I'm glad this was this was on my list to play soon anyways. Um, and I'm glad I don't need one. Uh, and I'll, of course, I'm keeping my eye out for secrets as I go through it. That's just how I play games. Yeah, totally. um, it, it, it this game might actually be too fast for me. <laughs> you know, it's hard to look around for secret secrets, and I'm always just looking around for demons to smash. Yeah, you know, it's very fast paced with the movement, so it's gonna. I don't know. I, I might get used to where they are. I mean, I found the two doom guys in the first level, but there's a third secret I missed, which I think you confirmed was was a tricky one. Yeah, and there's one of that style of secret in every level. So mm. be on the lookout for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the lever one. That's what it was. Yep. 
Yep. Yeah. So yeah, there's a. Uh, I got it started. I'm hoping uh, I feel free now because with Diablo three, I finished the season. It's about to end. Um, I'll do probably. I'll check in sometime just to. Uh, I've never had my inventory switch from season to regular. I want to kind of see how that all goes down. See if I have room. Kind of do some envy manny. But uh, I also finished <laughs> the wrap for that. Uh, it is out now on my YouTube channel, Narshrider thirteen. Uh, it's quite the quite the banger. I'm pretty hyped with the way it turned out. Yeah, go check it out, people. Yeah, you gave me the idea for the uh, for the for the little clips clip in the corner. Mm-hmm. So That's, thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, and the um, I also finished up the Rocket League, all the objectives for the season reward. So um, most of those, it was pretty easy this season. It wasn't a really big deal. They all came pretty naturally. You didn't even need to complete all of them. So I got what I needed, you know, got my special balls, got my <laughs> special red drop <laughs> ball, and uh, which was f- fucking bullshit. I got some stupid name tag, whatever the fuck it was. I was like, dude, come really? I spent all that time. I got a name tag, dude. <laughs> <laughs> give me some dope black oh my god i was lame yeah but um yeah they're doing their uh so yeah I'm, i finished that finished diablo wraps done I'm, I'm i feel liberated i'm ready to just chill on some doom uh get into party chat with the guys you ready to get um, on to some so, fall guys dude and get our fucking infallible trophy going hell no dude all right, I'm not, <laughs> all right. yeah dude let's don't make it happen not even okay. um sounds like that's going down tonight huh yeah it is no not for me. <laughs> hopefully, I, I don't know if Sluggers hopefully will play some Rocket League with me. <laughs> uh, I'm at least going to try it out. If if we get on there and it's just, just no point, you know, like an hour goes by with like no fun, then I'm out. But I think it'll be fun yeah. just to kind of revisit. I, I do like Fall Guys. So, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. But the last thing I had to say about Rocket League is that the new Llama Rama collab with Fortnite, F- Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite is uh, going on right now with uh, some more easy objectives and uh, the game mode is spike rush this time. Uh, they also resist. Re- God, I can't speak today. What is going on? I don't know. You're right. I got my, yeah, I guess they also <laughs> revealed season three with the NASCAR theme, which is not very hype, but you might get some cool cars. Um, they, oh yeah. Big, big banger. I can play Rocket League at work soon, dude. I'm super hyped. They're revealing a mobile game. Oh. Or they revealed a mobile game called Rocket League Sideswipe. Oh, cool. I thought that was, I saw the trailer, like, thumbnail. I yeah. didn't know if it was, like, a, um, I thought it was just, like, another game mode within Rocket League. But it's a, it's a mobile oh, yeah, game. Dude. Oh, yeah, dude. It's going down. Dear God, help us all. <laughs> yeah. You don't hear me get. You're not, you, you, me won't, you won't be screaming. seeing Eli very much during the day, Daryl, anymore at work. I'll just tell you right now. You hear me in the break. I'm up. I'm up. Yeah, I'm up. I'm pinching. I'm pinching one off. I'm pinching. I'm pinching. Pinching one off. Dar- <laughs> hear him on the radio. I'm pinching. Yeah. Uh, hit him with a side swipe. Slugger comes in on the radio. I'm pinching. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. It yeah. sounds like we've all had pretty good adventures in uh, in gaming the last couple weeks. It's good. I, I haven't been earning oh, yeah. as many trophies as I would have liked, but I have been earning some. So I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not completely falling I'm falling behind there, but I'm really just kind of I want to get all these three games I'm playing done. 
I don't know if I'm going to plat any of them, but just beat them. And then, you know, it's it's barely over a month away until Resident Evil Village comes out. And that's going to be awesome. So we'll see how it goes. All right. Any other things you guys want to say there before we exit the show? It's been a, it's been a pretty good one, I believe. Owen says he likes Fall Guys, so that makes him a psychopath. Okay. Mm-hmm. That adds, yeah. Okay. All right. Sad to put that out there. <laughs> we'll see how I feel about it after tonight. I like season one of Fall Guys. It's season four now. I haven't played the game since last October. Mm-hmm. So I got uh, no did fucking Did you try clue. the new games? No. Did you try the new one? No. Yeah, they're a bit funk. Well, it's going to be fun, boys. It's going to be fun. Worst case scenario, if I end up not enjoying it, then I'll just go play Resident Evil. That's not a big deal. Or I'll just play some League, you know, and just get some Eternals. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right. Very good. Well, before we go, why don't you tell the people where they can find you and uh, we'll close it out. You can find me on Instagram at the tall Simone guy, and you can find me on Twitch whenever I do go back on Twitch at the tall Simone guy. Thank you, Daryl. Eli, what about you? Um, Narshredder 13 on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, also Narshredder 13 on Twitch and uh, YouTube. Check out the new Diablo 3 rap. And uh, I'm also um, Nar Shredder, no 13, on uh, battle.net, number 11452. If you want to <laughs> grind some Diablo with me, I'm down. There you go. Get it up. Very nice. You can find yeah. me on uh, PSN and YouTube and League of Legends at CK Present, capital CK, and then P-R-E-S-E-N-T. And yeah, that's about it. Because <laughs> you are present, you a snack. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys very much for joining me today. It's been a great show. This is episode 29 again of Trophy Talk Podcast. Don't forget to go on over and check out Discord overall, but also check out our specific Discord. We got links in there for the race that's going on ending at the end of next month. We got links in there for our content, our episodes. We got links in there for merch we got going. And if you are inclined to go and check out the Patreon, that's patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast and uh, see if you're uh, interested in supporting. Thank you all very much for your time. We hope you have a wonderful couple week period here until we hear from you again and happy gaming. Take care. Peace.